welcome to another episode of Trevis Talks. We did not go to the house today, as uh, I was saying. Yesterday was probably the one of the final days. Uh, so today was just a work day. Sat in the home office for quite a consecutive amount of time and knocked out a bunch of things on my to-do list. Um, you know, just looking at adding uh, new features, new tools, introduced... To our community, some new uh, some new guys who are going to be taking over the the MMA slash UFC division for both betting and uh, fantasy side of things, and then uh, the we were thinking about somewhere to like eat as well because we wanted to eat somewhere for Fat Tuesday, but she got off late of uh for work, she got home late, and so the things that we were thinking about to fatten ourselves for Fat Tuesday were all closed by that point. So uh since she was off today, not with her new schedule, um as soon as I got done knocking out like all of the main things I had to knock out, we were talking about having Fat Tuesday today, so we were tossing up some ideas like Sunny's barbecue, which is local and it's a very inexpensive way to stuff yourself until you can't eat anymore. But they're all like any barbecue option, which is still pretty awesome. And there's two that's not too far away from us, two different locations. And there's also a uh, a really nice um, sushi place that some uh, real estate colleagues introduced us to not too long ago. That's in Avalon Park, which is still like a 20-ish minute drive. And it's a really nice place where you... It's not a buffet, like a self-serve buffet. You just sit down and you just keep picking things on the menu and they keep bringing you things. It's not just sushi. It's like appetizers and soups and salads and everything, but it's just all made to order, which is, you know, just means the quality is really nice. It's not just sitting out for a couple hours waiting for something to put on their plate. But, uh, so those are two things you're toying with, but then I, I was just searching for other potential options that we weren't thinking about. And searching for food is something that, I do like and I dislike to do. I like searching for food because I like food. Because I'm a fat kid at heart. And food makes me happy. But I don't like searching for food because it usually is a situation where we're both like, what do you want for dinner? What do you want for dinner? And I'm just sitting on Yelp for like an hour. Be like, I can't figure anything out. There's nothing I want. Um, but I found uh, there was a, a Japanese sushi buffet in Altamont Springs, roughly a 30-minute drive, um, which is kind of like the maximum that I will drive for food, just because we're in its location, there's so much opportunity around us that I won't drive like further than 30 minutes. Like Disney is, I think, 35, 40, depending on traffic, but there's nothing in the Disney area that'll bring me to Disney area for food. I could pretty much go, you know, anywhere in a 30-minute driving radius and hit any kind of food that I want to have. Um, but I've, I mean, I've been to Chinese buffets and stuff like that, but this one's more focused on Japanese. It was, it's pretty much like, it's very, very heavy on seafood and sushi. Like, out of all the items they have, I want to say it's like 80% seafood and sushi, which is very interesting because, you know, Chinese buffets, traditional Chinese buffets, you know, heavy on, you know, um, on like the meat side of things, like you have like seventy different variations of chicken and and beef and and pork and all that other stuff. So we went. Um, I knew I I could tell by looking at Yelp reviews what the prices are. Um, I knew it was going to be like 
high 20s, just, just below the $30 mark, which is about as high as I can want to go for uh, for an Oikinian option, unless, of course, it's like a Texas Day Brazil that's like 40-ish dollars per person. You're just getting a lot high, um, a lot, it's a lot, a lot more of a high-end experience to, for do, to do something like Texas Day Brazil, which is why it's only like a once-a-year thing, if if that. Um, so we drove up and you know, did that, and but yeah, it's like yeah, we definitely ate about seven plates more than we should have. <laughs> We're both feeling it <laughs> and aching already, but um, but yeah, it, it was it was definitely interesting on the the selections in comparison to you know other locations we've been to. If it was closer, if it was like a ten minute drive or if maybe even a fifteen minute drive. It's a place, even though it's about 30 bucks a person, it's a place I could see myself going to, you know, a couple times a year at, at most. But because it's 30, uh, 30 minute drive, I'm like, I don't know. It's not that it's not worth the cost. It's just, it's the drive to there plus the, the, the higher buffet price cost of like 28 bucks, which what you're paying for is you're paying for like the quality of the, you know, the fish and the sushi and everything. Um, so, I mean, you don't, I would never go to, a self-serve sushi buffet that was like 10 bucks a person and it was self-serve because that just tells me that it's it, the the cost isn't equaling the quality like i've i've been to some chinese buffets and they have you know they, they'll have sushi like a few rolls of sushi as an option and they're always bad like very very bad never never get sushi from a chinese buffet uh unless it's like a high-end one because you're they they compensate the cost of a the higher quality of of fish with the cost of the buffet, which is why this one of course is near the uh near the thirty dollar mark. But now that I've spent five dollars or five dollars, but now that I spent five or six minutes uh talking about my food experience today, um, and 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 work and stuff like that. I mean, nothing not much is different. Uh, not much has changed with the uh the flipping stuff. Flipping stuff is still um. Oh, well, I was told today that the appraisal was uh, expedited up till uh, Friday morning. So I already knew that Friday afternoon was the inspection. And typically the appraisals after the inspection. So when he said it was moved up to or, you know, they're, they're, they're rushing it. I'm trying to like my brain automatically goes to like worst case scenarios, which it does with anything in life. If you're always trying to predict the worst case scenario, if you ever get hit with a worst case scenario, it's not that big of a shock because you're already like, yeah, I kind of saw that coming. But if you're so, but it's also a, just creates more stress on top of that. So it's it's a it's a lose win lose situation. But uh, I'm like, okay, why would they want to expedite the appraisal? I'm like, I think they want to expedite the appraisal because the results come in within the ten day inspection window when they can cancel and opt out of the contract. But why would they want to opt out of the contract? because of the appraisal so like my brain is doing all these things like wait a second if it appraises for extremely low that's bad for me and good for them so they wouldn't want to opt out of a contract if they know that they're paying like 30 40 000 less than what they committed to because of the appraisal so i was like okay so I, that doesn't make sense to expedite that way so i'm like i'm talking to my realtor about it i go like what are the what are like the worst case scenarios here like what is their mindset and I think they just want to expedite it because the quicker they can get the bank to agree to everything. So the bank, of course, uh, you know, hires the appraisal because they're not going to loan them, you know, this this amount of mortgage unless they know the house is is worth that much. Which is why the whole appraisal system, how that's how it's tied into the mortgages and stuff in the first place. You only get a mortgage on on the on the the appraisal, uh, the value of the home, 
and they're not going to give you like you're not just going to say, hey, give me a mortgage for a million bucks, and and then you know your house is worth two hundred thousand. So I think they just are they're trying to expedite things because they want to make sure all their all their ducks are in a row, all their eyes are dotted and their T's are crossed. So maybe if the bank you know proves everything, because I'm I mean I can close ASAP. For the most part, I just have to make sure you know everything's lined up with me, and and then the uh, lending home who was my uh, my hard money lender on this go around. But uh, but yeah, I think they're just trying to get their ducks in a row so they can potentially move up the closing date. Maybe they just really they really want to move in ASAP. They don't want to wait the full month, so they want to just knock everything out and see if you know, and then come to me and be like, hey, can can we close you know a week earlier? And I'll be like, uh, yes, <laughs> because every day that I'm uh. Every day extra is pretty much just me just paying interest and and electricity and and water bills and all that other crap, holding cost more or less. So yeah, Friday inspection. Uh, I'm just hoping and praying that they're not going to say anything insane that is going to have to make us like tear into the walls like, oh, hey, this entire house needs a rewire or this entire house needs to be repiped. And then everything we've put together, the, the beauty of what we put together just gets completely destroyed where the house value just, like, tanks completely because we have to, like, tear open the walls again. So as long as it's nothing crazy like that, we should be fine. Those are, like, those are the only two things, to my knowledge, that would be, like, that would just ruin everything. That would, that would, that's, those are the, that's the only two things that could, that could make me lose money on this deal. If they don't say, like, the entire house is going to be rewired, or the entire house has to be repiped. As long as they don't say any of those two things, then the way my contract that I accepted is structured, where they're paying fifteen thousand five hundred over the appraisal, as long as they don't say the inspector does not say that I have to do some drastic thing to the house, of going into the walls and repiping or rewiring or whatever, as long as either of those two things do not happen, I don't think it's fathomably possible. For me to lose money on this on this flip, especially with that that uh, the fifteen thousand over asking that the um, or over uh, appraisal that was worked into the uh, the contract that I accepted, which was the main reason why they won. Um, so yeah, so it's it's very nerve wracking to, or you know, a couple days away of, of of learning what the inspector says, and then also what um what the appraisal is. The, I think the appraisal results. So I think they're gonna like do their own ins- inspection of, of, of checking everything out and valuing everything, and they have an entire list of all the stuff that was replaced. And then I think we're going to get that on Tuesday. So on Tuesday, I'm going to know. Maybe the inspector will tell me by end of... Maybe I'll get that information by end of Friday on what needs to be fixed. Maybe Monday. I, don't, I shouldn't think that long. He's just like, hey, this needs to be fixed, this needs to be fixed. So I'm assuming I can get that by end of day Friday or Monday at the latest. And then Tuesday, I should get the appraisal uh, results. And so on Tuesday, I'll know exactly what I make, what like, what I'm, what the property is going to be selling for. But then again, there's there is some potential negotiation back and forth that could be had there. Um, but uh, but yeah. So this these next, what like six. Just this next week in general, these next seven days, these next six or seven days, just very, very stressful. Like everything, like flipping the house and doing all that stuff, like, there, I don't know. 
it it all comes down to like this. It's like it's like running a marathon, and then there's a potential booby trap somewhere near the finish line, and you don't know where it is. Or you don't know if there is a booby trap or not. And so you're like, you know, carefully like tiptoeing around, trying to get to the finish line, not knowing if there's like a hidden bear trap anywhere. And you won't know there's a bear trap till you're at the finish line. Like you won't know that you survived everything and you and you and you won until you cross the finish line. And me crossing the finish line is being told that, you know, there's not an insane fix that needs to be done from the inspection and there's not an insane, insanely low appraisal value um, once that gets back. So as long as there's no these booby traps don't, you know, bear I don't step in a bear trap here trying to cross the finish line, we'll be good to go. So, yeah, kind of find all that stuff out in the next six or seven days and uh, go from there. Catch y'all tomorrow.